This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, Rabotai. Mesiata Dishmaya, I want to start a new series. Motzei Shabbat was the Hilula of Ravitzchak Abuchatzera. Ravitzchak Abuchatzera, as I mentioned before, was the fourth son of Rav Yaakov Abuchatzera. Named for the, uh, for the Arizal. Rabbi Yaakov Abu didn't have kids for 14 years. He, he was poorish. He, uh, he, he, um, he reached very high levels. And, and Hashem said, you have to, uh, you have to, uh, bring a son into the world who is a nitzotz of the Arizal. That was Rabbi Yitzchak Abu And when he was 57 years old, he traveled Rav Yitzchak traveled from uh, a certain place in Morocco called Budnib, and he was going to travel to another place. And his father came to the dream and told him, you have to travel Erev Shabbat. And he knew it was very dangerous. He was going to hire a guard with him. And unfortunately, there was a, a whole like ambush, and they shot him in 1912. So Rav Yitzchak is buried in a remote area in the desert, a place called Tulal where it's really next to the border of Algeria, and it's a very remote place. And, for example, this year, there was over five, 6,000 people that came from all over the world to spend Shabbat there, and to, uh, and to uh, you have to remember, it's part of the desert, it's freezing cold, and they came there to, to know, they, they know that they go to Vitzchak Bokasir, they see Yeshuot. And he became his... His caver became a very um, important place for people to go to, for Yeshuot, Sfardim, Ashkenazim alike. And uh, not too many people know about his Torah, about his about the Torah that he taught, and there's not so many Sfarim. And I, I found one sefer that was recently reprinted of his. Uh, I found this in Morocco, in one of the houses of my dear friend Amram Azerwal, Zichon Livracha. So these words... And this series should be Le'ili Nishmato, Amram ben Adao Meir. And we're going to his book, actually. And we're going to learn the Sefer Sha'are Bina of Rav Yitzchak Abu Chatzera. We're going to start a series on it and uh, certain specific lessons. So this is the first series, Sha'are Bina Drush Mem Gimel. And here, what he does over here is expands on different Remazim on the Pasuk in Shira Shirim Asher Lishlomo. Shira Shirim Asher Lishlomo. Says Rabbi I'm going to explain to you a remez in Shira Shirim Asher Lishlomo based on the first, based on one of the first Mishnayot that we say in the morning in Tefillah, right before Hodu. Yehuda ben Tema Omer, it's a Mishnah in Pirkei Avot, Pirkei Mishnachaf. Yehuda ben Tema Omer, Haveaz Kanamer, Vekal Kanesher, Veratz Katsevi. A person should be strong. A person should be as who should be brazen like a cheetah. And he should be light like an eagle. And run like a deer. And brave as a lion. Strong like a lion. Why do we have to write these three, these four types of animals? And, and not others. Why these animals? And furthermore, why do we have to say what they do? 
the azut running, being light, and the gvura. And it says, and it doesn't say, and it says, it says, I mean, it says later on, Boshet Panim Leganeden. So you could go to Boshet Panim Leganeden. But why does it talk about, talk about going, going close to Akadish Baruchu? He's asking just why, what's this whole Mishnah bringing in the animals and the different, uh, and the different connection to, uh, uh to, to the different, uh, Midot that they have. So it says, explains Rabbi Yitzchak something very important. And his father, Rabbi Yaakov Abu goes, speaks about this at length in his explanation to the Chadgadia in Bigdi Asira, the Haggadah Shal Pesach. He says the following. Every person has to know this. Rav Chaim Vital tells us that there are four elements that we are created with. Esh, Ruach, Mayim, Afar. Amar. Afar, Esh, Mayim, and Ruach. Okay? That means the earth, fire, Water and wind. Each person has in him these four elements. That these four elements are not only uh, physical elements, but they really have a makeup in him of different, different tchunot, different characteristics that he has that he could use for the good, or he could use this for the, or he could use for the bad. And each person has to know that they can activate these different midot for the good to serve Hashem. For example, if a person is going to take fire in him, it could go for the good, the fire of learning Torah, and it could go for the bad if he has fire in him of, of thinking about all types of lusts, fire of anger, fire of, 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 of haughtiness, right? What does anger mean? Anger means you get upset. Because you think everything has to be coming to you. My Rebbe would say that the difference between um, what you want to happen and what really happened, the space in between that is called anger. I want this to happen, but it doesn't happen. So I get angry. And I think it has to happen because I'm, I'm an arrogant person. That is from Ish. And it comes from the blood inside him. Furthermore, when a person has Ruach inside him, he could become very, he could become, uh, he could become very haughty. But he, ruach, he could also use for the good. Because what does ruach mean? It means he could be light. He could go fast places. He could get up quickly. He could do things quickly. And then mayim is also something that he could use for the good. Because mayim, it goes all over. So he could, he could be chilled about things. He doesn't have to get angry about everything. And that's why the water, extinguishes fire because we constantly get angry with the fire. The water could say, hey, relax. You know, everything's good. We're cool. Well, in, in Hebrew, they have an expression, Zorim Kamayim. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm going with the flow. I'm chilling. I'm going with the flow. But also chilling could be bad sometimes also. You could, uh, you could use it for the negative. You could go different places where you shouldn't go and you shouldn't be strict about you have to go to. See, uh, the chachm of a person is to know what to activate when. Right? And the last thing is afar. What's good about dust? So the bad thing about dust is being lazy, being depressed, not being besimcha. And the good thing about dust is sometimes when you have too much joking going on, you silence yourself and you start being a little more serious to remember Yom Amita, to remember the, the day of death. Just to give you a, one story that there was a, a, the, 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 
the half-brother of Baba Sali, his name was Baba Sidi. He once had a, a din Torah that he had to go to the city of Fez to uh, to present in front of the great Dayanim there, the very great Dayanim. And um, and he dressed very pashut. And no, they wouldn't know if he was a big Talmud Chacham or not. So in order so that they should somehow have some type, take him seriously, with an important din Yerusha, so he tells them, why do we say, you know, when we, when we say in, in Ashra Yoshevetecha, we say three times, If you do that, it's a big segula for Parnasa. And one of the reasons where there's the secrets of the Parnasa in here, because the Rashi Tevot of Poteach Et Yadecha is Pei Aleph Yud. Right? Pei Aleph Yud. And it, the Sofet Tevot is Chet Tav Chaf, which is Chatach, which is a, a knife. That's why people have a segula with a, with a knife, a sharp knife that they write uh, for Parnasa. It's Chatach, it gets cut. So these are also important names that, that evoke a lot of Shefa of Parnasa. The gematria of Potech Yadecha is also Samech Aleph Lamed, which is also an important name, Sal, right? So the gematria of Potech Yadecha is Sal, Samech Aleph Lamed. So this Rav Baba Sidi came to, came to the Dayanim and Fez and he asked them, why does it say Potech Yadecha, that I understand, Pe Aleph Yud, why does, what's the connection to Samech Aleph Lamed? Like, where do you have a gematria there? Why do you, what's the Rosh Tevot of Samech Aleph Lamed? What should it stand for? They didn't know. So he says, I'll tell you. Because when a person asks Parnassus from Hashem and he says, So finally he gets all the Shefa that comes to him. But then what does he think? He thinks, I'm a big haughty person. I have Parnassus. I made a lot of money. It's all me. And then you, you start thinking that you have all the power in the world. Remember, when Hashem gives you Parnassus, Eventually you're going away. To, you're, you're, there's nothing is... There, there is nothing that's sure in life besides two things: death and taxes. And even, uh, and even death, you know, they're, they're going to start playing around. But taxes, you know, for sure is going to happen. But really, we know that we're all going to die one day. So don't, don't think yourself so haughty. You all of a sudden made a lot of money. You made yourself a good deal. Your stocks went up. All of a sudden, you're invincible. So fadam lemita. Okay, so that is what afar you use for afar to be humble. So says Rabbi the following, that when the Tana tells us, he's telling us the following, a person should go, if he wants to go in the Derech HaYashar, he should think that these four pi'ulot, these four actions should activate each other. Number one, you should remember that although you're going to become very angry sometimes and have fire in you, activate your brazenness just like a cheetah does. And when you start thinking about the fire in you to go according to the Yitzhahara, right away you should, you should go straight In other words, it's going one after the other. When you start becoming angry in you, and you become az, so I, I'm just taking, going a step back. When you're going to be az, and you're going to have in you this tremendous desire to do something bad, and that comes from fire in you. 
What's the solution? What, is, what does the Torah tell you? Whenever you have something, the fire inside you, what do you activate? You don't try to fight the Yitzhar and say, oh, I'm not going to think, I'm not going to think about this lust. What do you do? You, you go right away to the Chachma. You go to the Bet Midrash, the Rambam says, and you learn. It's the fire of Torah that's going to calm you down. And you'll be able to quash the Yitzhahara of fire. Barati Yitzhahara, Barati Torah Tavim. That's why you said, you're going to remember to how, how are you going to be able to do the Yisod of, uh, of Ravicha Sheba Shamaim of using each one of the Yitzharas one after the other. So number one, when you have that fire of the Yitzhahara, go to the fire of Torah. And then, once you have that Yitzhahara for mitzvah, uh, uh, mitzvah make sure to use your feet to go run after a mitzvah. Ratz Kitzvi. I'm you should be, I'm sorry, you should be light, 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 like an eagle. Go run right away to the mitzvah. And then, Ratz Kitzvi. Don't just go to one mitzvah. Make sure you do mitzvah kalakit v'chamura. Even mitzvah that you don't give importance to. Like tzitzit, it's such a simple mitzvah. Go like water. Go everywhere, wherever you can go. Ve'kibor ka'ari. And when you're feeling down, and you don't know whether you should do the mitzvah or not. Activate your, 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 your strength inside you. And rise from your depression and your laziness. And, 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 and activate it well. So that means when the person has a heart that attacks him, you should use all faculties against them. You should use your fire of, 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 of fire of Torah. You should use your lightness of, of, of the, of the, of the nesher of the eagle that should go right away to do a mitzvah. Don't wait. You should use the water. Don't think that you should just, just go into the things that are, that, that, that you're gonna get a lot of schar for. Go all over. Spread your, spread your eggs in many different baskets. Although eggs are too expensive now. And then gibor ka'ari. And then be strong like a lion. That means that when you're feeling, oh, I don't feel like going to the Bet Midrash. Be midgaber ka'ari. Says Rabbi Yitzchak So that's why you have all the four animals. They tell you, remember how they work. That's what you should activate as well. And you should activate your yitzar, your yitzar atov according to that. It's not just like, just look like a lion. Remember that you have those qualities inside you because you were born with them to activate them properly. And that's when you're going to get the shlemut. And therefore, Shira Shirim tells us that all of these four things, if you're going to do them, you're going to be called at Sadi Gamur. Now, if you take the words Shir Hashirim, if you open up the word Hashirim in Gematria, Hey is spelled Hey Hey. Shin Shin Yud Nun Yud Yud Vav Dalit Reish Reish Yud Shin Yud Vav Dalit and Mem Mem. The calculation, whoever is quick enough in math, will tell you it's one thousand. That's the exact Gematria of Eish Ruach Maim Afar, also a thousand. To come to tell you that these four Yisodot, you'll have it in Shira Shirim, and if you do that, it's going to be Asher Lishlomo, you're going to be complete. This is the secret that Yitzchak Abu Chaser is telling us how to vanquish the Yitzhahara. Use all four characteristics that you have inside you, and activate them against the Yitzhahara. You've just experienced another Torah class, brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.